Welcome to the Make Some Gains podcast. I'm your host, Summer Venowitz, and this is a space where I'll be cutting through the bullshit and stripping away the filter. My aim is to help you reframe your mind, question the norms, and push you to achieve new levels of success. Through raw conversations, I'll open up about my personal experiences, my ideas, and my struggles. I want to empower you to live up to your full potential. Let's go make some gains. Do you ever walk into a room and instantly start eyeing down every other woman in it? Thinking things like, oh my gosh, her outfit is so much better than mine. Or she's so much skinnier than me. Or wow, I wish I had a relationship like that. Or like she does. What about on social media? Do you catch yourself thinking, wow, I wish I had her life. I wish I could post something like that. I wish I had that confidence. Cut the bullshit. It is time to release your bad bitch energy. It is almost 2024 and we are done with this she's so much better than me mentality. It is time to start walking into rooms with a knowing that you are the baddest bitch in it. I have five simple steps for you to take. Step number one, own your shit and quit comparing yourself. If I could ingrain this into your brain, I would take a pen right now and ingrain the shit out of it. (laughs) You are unique as fuck and it's time to start tapping into that instead of constantly masking it by trying to be like everybody else. For example, in my own life, I am not and probably will never be that girl who is always dressed up. I think back to high school and I was that girl. I was that girl at some point where I had a closet filled with clothes and I would make an effort to dress up every single day. Nowadays, I prefer to be comfy and especially with being a gym girl and working out every single day. It's like you work out and uh, you just want to keep your comfy clothes on. Like why would I switch out of my my comfy clothes into uncomfortable clothes? Makes no sense to me. And this might be an unpopular opinion. I think the women who are prioritizing wearing super cute outfits every day are probably not working out every day. (laughs) Let me know if you are, but uh, if you're a true gym rat, you are not taking the time out of your day to wear some fancy ass shirt. Some more examples from my own life. I am scrappy. I am thrifty. I am a last minute gal. I am not a planner. Half the time I'm like sprinting out of the door 20 minutes late already. Should have been there 20 minutes ago. I am far more masculine in nature than feminine and these are all unique to me. These are just things that I could think of off the top of my mind. There's obviously a much larger list than this but these are a few that make me me and if you want to be confident you need to start tapping into your you-ness y-o-u-ness you-ness <laughs> oh my gosh that reminds me of um she's the man isn't the girl with like the headgear isn't that her name Eunice? <laughs> does anybody know what i'm talking 
Okay, that was a tangent. I, I love her. She is my freaking spirit animal. Wear the clothes that you feel the most confident in. Do your hair the way that you like to do your hair. Dye it the color that you like. Fucking swear. If that is a part of your identity and a part of your personality, don't mask it just to fit in with all the other girls. How about you just fucking say it? (laughs) Just say how you feel. It doesn't matter. We live on a gosh dang floating rock. It's okay to say fuck here and there. Find the things that you're good at and do them often. Do them all the time. Continue to do them, do them, do them. It doesn't matter if this is cooking or knitting or painting or gardening. Doing the things that you're good at on a regular basis will instantly start to build up your self-esteem, aka your bad bitch energy. And I was at church the other week and there was a story that was told that really hit home for me and I am going to come nowhere near to how they told it at at church. It's probably going to be about 2% of the power that I felt, but I'm going to try my hardest. So the pastor, he was saying, talking about this story of another pastor. I don't know if he knew him or if this was just like between the pastor community. I don't know. There's a whole goddamn community. Gosh dang. Gosh dang community. (laughs) We are in church. We do not need to say those things. Okay. So pastor. I, I guess that there's like levels to it in the pastor world just like I I related it to like influencers like there's influencers with a million followers or a hundred thousand or a thousand so same same in the pastor world I guess so he was just a small town pastor he wanted to be this big known pastor though I don't know I'm I'm kind of confused I'm like what there's like levels to this shit but I guess there's like influencer pastors and that's what he wanted to be So he got an invite one day to do just a small town wedding Um, and a few weeks later he got another invite to a large, I don't remember what it was, convention to be a speaker with all of these other big bad pastors and uh, I don't know, who knew this was a thing? My mind is still blown, like what? (laughs) But so anyways, speaker at this big large convention he was like oh my gosh I finally made it like I'm gonna be one of those influencer pastors and uh, his dreams were crushed about a few few days later turns out that both of these these events the small town wedding and then this large convention were scheduled for the same date So we have the classic internal battle of, oh man, like morally, obviously I should stick with the small town wedding, but then there's a part of you that wants to go be this big bad influencer pastor, like witch side, angel devil type of pull, and he ended up choosing the small town wedding, go him, and after the wedding, one of the groomsmen went up to the pastor and said thank you so much for being here and for doing this it really meant a lot to the bride that you were able to is it officiate is that the word I'm looking for officiate the wedding especially after what she's been through and the pastor said what I didn't know what what has she been through and the groomsman is like oh man you are in for a story 
he said when the wife was, I don't remember the wife's name, but the wife was a little girl, her father went nuts and shot her brother, shot her mother, and he was shooting at her through the bathroom door when the cop showed up. She was hiding in the bathtub. And cop showed up, he shot himself. And because of this situation, she had completely lost all of her faith, never went to church, and gave up hope in God and everything, her religion, everything. So he continues to say she decided one day to go to church. I think her now husband um, kind of nudged her to. And he said, you were the pastor at that church who guided her back into her faith. You. You are the one. And it means so much to her that you're here and you're officiating this wedding and nobody else, nobody else could have done it like you did. Holy shit. Let that sink in. You, you, the person who is listening to this, you are that person for someone. And I want you to remember that. Maybe not to this extent, hopefully fucking not, but you are that person. You are unique. You have your own unique set of abilities and experiences, and that is uniquely going to help somebody else. You are that person for somebody. Okay, that was way too, way too sad. Let's continue. Number two. Create goals for yourself that you truly enjoy working towards. Don't just do things that others are doing. I highly recommend setting goals in each area of life. So in your career, health and fitness, relationships, fun and play. And a key to creating confidence, one of the keys, is progressing in things. If you just do the same shit day after day after day after day, your confidence is slowly going to go down, down, down. We need, we need progression. So whether that's in your career, health, fitness, relationships, if it's in all areas, you got to progress. Celebrate the small wins. Again, don't just do things because it's what other people are doing. Example, if you hate running, don't train for a marathon. And there's a difference. I mean, yes, we have our bitch voice. If you don't know what the bitch voice is, I don't know. Go listen to previous podcast episodes. Go scroll through my Instagram. You'll figure it out real quick. There's a difference between yes, overcoming the bitch voice. So if you know, okay, I want to set this goal to run a marathon and conquer the bitch voice, that's one thing. But if you just see people on TikTok that are running and they have the body that you want and you think that's the route and every time you go out and run, you absolutely hate it and you dread it and it's the worst thing ever. Don't force yourself to do that and progress in that if it's not something that's going to be sustainable. Same thing with weightlifting. It's like if you don't enjoy it. I think there is a time and a place for it always, like one to two days a week, even if it's not your favorite thing, but that's besides the point. I'm a little biased. Don't do it six days a week. Don't write up a six-day plan if you know you don't enjoy it just because make some gains, <laughs> weight lifts, and you see her gym selfies five days a week does not mean that that's what you have to do. Find something that is going to be sustainable for you. 
It's also important to chunk these goals down because if they're too large, it can actually have reverse effects and hurt your confidence. So you can set large goals. I think it is important to have big goals, but have small daily or weekly action steps to take that will help you chip away at them. And one thing that really helps me is creating a sense of tunnel vision And this relates back to comparison. Like recently, I found myself doing a little bit of comparing and uh, I need to recreate this tunnel vision. It's like if you're starting a business, don't follow maybe an online coaching business. We'll, We'll say that. Don't follow a thousand other online coaching businesses and sit there and compare yourself all day long. See, this is one. This is one that I I need to take my own advice If you're starting a health and fitness journey, don't sit and compare yourself to someone who's five years ahead of you. Or if you're trying to heal your relationship with food and maybe that means putting on a little bit of weight, don't sit and follow a bunch of bikini competitors who are shredded and always posting their peak week videos and pictures. Like that's not going to help you. That's not going to help you. It's just going to hurt you. Quick comparing tunnel vision. Focus on you and only you. Focus on your progress. Use your own self as motivation and expect zero external validation. I had one of my clients the other day tell me that in the past she was trying to shrink herself for external validation. She thought that being a specific size or leanness that would help her make more friends help her be more liked and she realized that's not even what I want (laughs) it's not even what I want I already have people in my life I already feel good um and realized okay shrinking myself is not going to do that for me so along this journey and these goals that you have expect zero external validation it's all internal number three heal yourself heal yourself a healed woman is a hot woman take care of yourself if you want to be a baddie you got to be proactive and this is another one like i need to, i need to take my own advice on all of these but don't wait until it's too late like don't let all the walls cave before you take action like be proactive so if you're listening to this and you're like okay yeah my confidence is lacking i don't feel like the baddest bitch in the room all the time I'd assume you probably haven't had the cushiest life up until this point. And if you have, that's awesome. But I bet you're still not perfect. Low self-esteem, low confidence, it may stem from experiences in early childhood. Maybe you didn't fit in at school or you didn't have a lot of friends or your friends were mean to you. Maybe you had difficulty meeting your parents' expectations, whether that's in school or in sports or other areas of life. Maybe you were, maybe you had feelings of neglect or you were abused. I hope you weren't. I really hope you weren't, but I, I mean, that it, yeah, it's probably more common than we think. Um, so this, all of these can lead a person to have negative self-belief and even just the slightest feeling of failure as a child can affect you as an adult. Um, it it especially starts 
to arise. I'm sorry, my dog is just licking his feet. He was just going ham. Like, why? The second that I started the podcast. Okay. <laughs> so it especially starts to rise to the surface when things in life aren't going as perfectly as planned. And if you struggle to feel like a bad bitch, I highly recommend going on a healing journey of your own. This could mean therapy. This could mean maybe just starting with nightly journaling. This could mean doing research of your own, following people or hiring people or a person or a coach who is qualified in that area. And I'd say this is probably the hardest and most uncomfortable step, but I think it is the most powerful. A healed woman is a hot woman. Number four, affirm the version of yourself that you want to be and take daily action. I fucking love affirmations. You can literally reroute and train your brain into believing that you're a bad bitch. (laughs) And I'm not joking. Think of the most confident version of yourself. Like close your eyes. Close your eyes and think of the most confident version of yourself. How does she act? What does she wear? How does she spend her time? How does she treat people? How does she treat herself? What job does she have? How does she think about money? What's her relationship with money? Now, affirm meaning say I am. I am confident in my abilities. I am qualified. I am an embodiment of the work I do. I am helping others. I am self-aware. I am proud of myself. Continue. And then act. Take action during each day to get one step closer to this version. And then repeat it every single day. And it'll happen. It might take longer than you'd like it to, but it'll happen if you continue to, I don't know. My spiritual girlies, they like, they say, what do they say? Like cast it, anchor it, anchor it, anchor it into your, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm new to this spiritual shit, but anchor it, whatever that means. (laughs) Um, essentially you're speaking it into existence. Like, you know who you want to become. You're keeping it in the forefront of your mind and uh, you're taking action each day, chipping away at it. And eventually you will become that version of yourself. Um, it will happen. And lastly, number five is help others. So I truly believe that one of the best ways to build self-confidence and self-trust is helping others. I get to do this all day long as a coach and a mentor and I'm absolutely obsessed. Like low-key, high-key, I wish that that was the only part that I had to do because it's my favorite. Fuck the social media, fuck the marketing, fuck the selling. (laughs) I just want to show up and help you. It is the best. And essentially, when you're helping people in any situation or area of life, you're using your past experience or your past struggles as reference. And it's just one big, fat, giant reminder of how far you've come. So how often do you sit down and think about how far you've come? (laughs) Probably never, right? Because we're always thinking, what's next? What more can I do? What else? But helping people 
It forces you to focus on what you've already gone through to get to the point that you're at. So not only does it feel good just on a human level to help, but it also feels good because each time you do it, you're building confidence. Helping, in turn, creates a positive relationship between you and that person, and then we have an extra positive relationship, and we could all use more of those. So it's just a big fat cycle of helping and feeling more confident and that one I think is underrated whoa that one I think is underrated like I I don't know if I've ever heard that approach but that is something that really 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 helps me Doors are officially open for my make some gains business mentorship this program is for the woman who has been on her own health, fitness, wellness journey the past few years, is lit up by the thought of helping others, has a desire to scale her passion into a successful online business, really craves that time, money, location, freedom, being able to travel whenever, wherever. I booked an impromptu flight to Colorado in two days because I fucking can. (laughs) I want to teach you how. Um, And you want hands-on support and guidance along the way. I know there's a lot of programs out there that are just courses and very hands-off and you don't get time with the actual trainer or the mentor. Um, But this this program is very, very hands-on. So Maybe you've tried getting certified. Maybe you're certified in a thousand different things. Maybe you've started a separate Instagram page and you're sporadically posting reels thinking that that's going to take off. Maybe you're already in the process of building out a program by yourself, but you're feeling stuck on what steps to take and when and how to take them. Maybe you haven't started yet. Maybe maybe this is all new to you, but you're like, damn, I want that. Or maybe you've already started, but you've been doing what you've been doing is no longer working. Well, then this is the right step for you. I am running an intuitive fast action discount. So originally this was just supposed to go until Wednesday, but I am extending it exclusively for podcast listeners until Friday. So you will get up to $1,000 off of mentorship. All that you have to do is apply. That doesn't guarantee you a spot. That doesn't lock you in. All you have to do is, if you're interested, apply and you will get access to that discount and the application will be linked in the show notes. If you feel it, if you feel the tingle in your gut, if you feel the pull, I nudge you to take the leap. It's now or never, you baddie. (laughs) This is a wrap for this episode. It's time for you to start walking into rooms with confidence. DM me if you try any of these things and let me know how they work. I freaking love you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for hanging out with me. I can't wait to chat again next week.